ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to podcast! Welcome ladies and gentlemen, introducing first, speaking out of the blue corner, Nack Boy, Roy, the Rebel Wills, and his co-host, speaking out of the red corner, Old Man, Bundy Williams. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Striker Chat. From a hood star to a rock star, so quick now. Did I have no good start? Now it's push a start, my whip now. Still got a thousand cop cars, they hate that I'm rich now. 40 best 40 shows, and you know I split it with the click now. But from a hood star to a rock star, so quick now. 26 of the Striker Chat podcast. In today's episode, we try something a little different. It's still my tie, but we have ring announcer CJ Rose. We talk live family, martial arts, and of course, ring announcing. Let's get into it. Hello, Mr. Rebel. What is going on, mate? I don't know. We're standing up here now. I know. I wanted to stretch my legs. Really? Did you know that? those big fucking trunks? Bro, apparently, um, they trialled this. What's that? It's like standing up while working at computers. Of course, because that's what we meant. We're not meant to fuck. We're not meant like to sitting be down sitting at the, down. Sitting down in the office for too long. No. And you know how our chat's gone for fucking hours. Yeah, I know, but no, that was just <laughs> so last I was like, week. you know what? Let's, <laughs> sit, let's, let's stand, stand up. up. <laughs> but you're right, though. You're right, though. This is this is a natural a natural position for your body is to stand up. Yeah, but my back's fucked. So yeah. normally, <laughs> normally my uh, my back gets sore when I stand up for too long. But uh, I'm trying like, to rectify like, that, mate. I'm trying like, to rectify. Like, 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 We'll, we'll, we'll try and make it quick. <laughs> but uh, mate, how, you, how how have you been this week? Yeah, good man. Just um, just p- pretty um, not much really going on to be honest, man. Just just getting Camps, ready for the baby. Ah, uh, of course, baby's nearly mate. I've seen that photo. Week and a, week and a half now. So she's about to explode. Yeah, but it's good. S- yeah, I so can see the little kicks coming through that the right <laughs> yeah. kick, the left. It's <laughs> funny, man. Every time she goes for a scan, so she has to go for a scan every week now. Yeah. And every single time that she's gone to get a scan, he's got his arm up in front of his face. Oh, really? Yeah, like he's got his guard up. Bullshit. Yeah, I swear on my life. So he's every mate. photo we've ever got back from him, his arm's in the way. Brilliant, mate. Natural. So yeah, that? yeah, he's yeah. in natural, natural guard. Bang! <laughs> it goes straight up, mate. Yeah. Straight up, mate. I just want to give a um, shout out to the to our listeners, man. Thank you very much for that great response for Daniel Dawson last week, dude. It was fucking. It it it, it went it went pretty. That first there went pretty. Uh, it was a good episode. It was a really good deep. episode. Pretty a good response, but not as not as popular as your rant, but very very <laughs> close, mate. That rant was a, that was a good, pretty good rant. Yeah. But um, we'll look out for part. Don't forget to look out for part two of um of Daniel Dawson's uh, episode because mate, we still got to dive deep into his into his uh, boxing career and so and much how history there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and obviously, and then and don't forget we got we got Darren Darren uh, Reese's uh, part two to come as well. Mate, I reckon every nineties era. Aussie Muay Thai fighter that we Blair interviewed. Smith, Blair Smith, I know that uh, you, you, we want to get you on. They're going to have about three parts each. Yeah. Every single one. I do. Then I we're going to do the group the, the group part. Yeah, mate. <laughs> hey, don't, just look out for that. Look out for that. 
Um, and also, I just want to give a shout out to Daniel Kidd. He's a, he's a long-time listener, and he donated some cash for some new mics. Thank you. Thank you very much, 420. Thank you very much, brother. You know how Blair's back? Right. Is yeah. he is he helping out in the gym or is he, is it, that's it? He's retired. No, no. He's gone. So um, he's, 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 he's just getting tanned and. and so he, and I'm still taking it. all the classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, so in between his tanning, he's coming in <laughs> and uh, he's helping. <laughs> he's helping hold pads for the fighters because. Of course. He'll obviously yeah. retake over while I have my month off. Um, oh, oh, hold on. We yeah. haven't touched. On. You, you, you're taking a bit of a hiatus. I'm having a month off. Um. Yeah. When my son is born. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, t- which is, you know, in a, in a couple of weeks. In so a couple of weeks. Among other things, you know, one of the re- main reasons Blair came back, he's got, he obviously he's got some things to do while he's here. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, personal yeah. stuff, but, you know, he's back to see his son. Yeah, and exactly. And yep. it, it, it um, works out well because um, I requested to have a month off, which Blair was hap- like more than happy for me to have. And <laughs> he'll be here. <laughs> yeah, so I he think can you deserve the month off, I think. <laughs> and he can look after the fighters while I'm gone. Yeah. We've got some big fights coming up. We'll be doing podcasts, Zooming or whatever. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll get some, we'll get, we'll, we'll lay down some episodes. Brandon. Yes. You, you just, the fight just been announced. I've just seen that on the, on, on the socials there. Yeah. So we were trying to match him for domination um, and it was kind of proving a little bit difficult, I think. Yeah. Um, not only that, but like having too many people in one camp can be troublesome because. How many in this camp? Um, there's, so there's only, I think, six <laughs> only on domination, <laughs> yeah, but two of them, so Toby and Kiri are away. Yeah. Um, oh, would they be doing yeah, all, their, be doing all their, camp. their camp is in Thailand? Yeah. Um, so they're over there. Um, we've got four here, but we've also got like two juniors on. Yeah, Tyler's of on. Very busy. Yeah, the yeah, Raja World on. Series. Yeah. And we've got uh, Big Alex, obviously, just took that fight on short notice. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, Active. Yeah, very active. Everyone. When we when we're like this, it's hard because you know yeah, we're yeah, trying yes, to. Yeah, yeah. We also have to ensure that they're getting good quality rounds. Yeah. But I can't do everyone's rounds. I'll behold like fifty rounds a night. So. Oh, that's gonna take you know, it, take its toll. Yeah, like so we've yeah. got, we got we're trying to get as many good pad holders in. We've got a really good team. We're yeah. trying to coordinate everyone and get everyone in on like you know the nights that we need them is yeah. hard because everyone else has a life, you know. So yeah. I think um, finding that right balance between having not too many people on one card and, yeah. and not enough is is kind of that. So Brandon taking a fight later yeah. because we were supposed to get him on domination. Um, yeah, we we were offered that fight. Over in Queensland, it's on our on our Premier League, um, which oh, it's is good to see all these um, promotions and all these shows are coming up as well. Yeah, it's unreal. Oh, look, Darren was saying a couple of weeks ago that, he, that it's, he's going he's got a very busy um, in yes. here. His end of year is just going to be he's going to be in and uh, over east. Yeah. Might, as well, might as well fucking buy a house there. Yeah, uh, well, he's Riddler. got a team on. <laughs> he's got a team on the east coast. The Canberra card, same one. Oh, as yeah. Alex's. So d- shout out to Darren. He's um. He's because he, it's he actually on the same date that my baby's due. Oh, is he going to corner? So he's going to help out and co- corner Al for that fight. I save love that. Save I the promoter. Um, That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I just love that. You know, well, it's good to have um like you know tight relations and and be able to help each other out mm. when need be. You know, mm. if he had a fighter coming over or he was sending someone over and and we had fighters on and yeah. he asked he you know messaged me and asked asked me to help corner that fight I'd definitely do it as well so look I, I, I touched on um, the MTGP podcast about when like I that was the first time I, I, I was actually backstage in the dressing rooms and watching the fight you know seeing seeing the fighters after the fights and yep. everything like that seeing their injuries but watching them interact with their opponents yeah 
That was beautiful. There's a lot of respect. There. There's a lot of respect, a lot of hugs, a lot of love, man. Yeah. I found that inspiring. Yeah. These guys, like just for example, Shannon, Shannon Gardner and um, Neve. Yeah. They fought for a, t- a world title. Absolutely, just ripped into each other. Yeah. After the fight, man, uh, at the back, they were hugging. Yeah. They were talking. It was. Uh, it was really. I saw good. them in the crowd watching um, the the later fights together as well. So. That's, that's that's fucking remarkable, yeah. man. That's it's really awesome, cool. Man. Really cool. Really good. So really yeah, good thing, yeah, Brandon. Brand, I went off a bit of a tangent there, but Brand, we do. Yes, Brand, we do. Brandon's yes, we do. fighting Alfie Smith <laughs> uh, on on a Premier League September twenty fourth. So um, yeah, that, that'll oh, so be that's going to be after man. Domo. After domination. Yeah, it's about yeah. four weeks after. So yeah. Brandon can help out actually as pad holding. Could yeah, being part of the pad, uh, the team as a fight team when you're not everybody, in camp. You, everybody. You yeah. got to help, yeah. Oh, no, that, that's and then, that's and then the favor gets returned to you as well when it's your turn to hit. When the we pads. go and we go back to what we always talk about every week. It's yeah. you're out there by yourself, but it's the team. Yeah, exactly. That gets you the win. Yeah. yeah? All right, but, but mate, one more thing. I'm off to Kalgoorlie. Yes. So what, I, holiday? No, no, I'm working, working oh. off to Kalgoorlie. Yeah. No, I'm just gonna go down to Hay Street if everyone knows what Hay Street is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm off to Kalgoorlie for work, so I'm away for two weeks. But you'll still get your episodes in. Don't worry about fucking that, mate. Yeah. You know, we've got uh, CJ Rose now, um, and then look, um, we've got some really exciting guests coming up. Yeah. Really exciting. So, Absolutely. So, I think um, you know, a couple in the pipeline will be a very kind of interesting. We've got. Um, Tyler, we're going to interview. I oh, definitely get get Tyler on before yep. um, before his fight in um in at the Roger Stadium. And yeah, another yeah. one for all you young fighters out there to to keep your ears out for because it'll be helpful with your weight cuts and your refuels. Yeah, I won't Fuck announce yeah. it, but, yeah. but mate, look yeah. out for it in the future. Like he's um like I was I've been watching <laughs> like I I pick a fighter. And then I just get go balls deep and, and, and watch their videos. Yeah, mate, I've been watching all of Tyler's fights, like watching Tyler's fights last night. Yeah, fight against Robocop. Yeah, where he was just fucking that left kick, bang, and all them welts to the back of Robocop and everything yeah. like that. That was a remark. That was fucking. It was. It was actually a fucking beautiful Muay Thai fight. Yeah, he's was, very good Thai style, as clean yeah. as. Mm. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I beat him. Um, um, he's like, we'll get him on. We'll yeah. have a chat about that, chat about his career, chat about all that sort of shit. Yep, absolutely. Uh, but after the break, we have ring announcer, CJ Rose. And welcome back. <laughs> well, we've got a special guest for you today. Um, I would say the voice of WA Mortai, CJ Rose. That's very, very kind of you, Bundy. It's great to be here. Great to be on uh, uh, Striker Chat. Oh. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful podcast, mate. Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, listening in uh, every week when you bring out a new episode. And always good insights, good chats. Good thank ba- you, thank good, you. Good banter. Oh man, I appreciate it. Appreciate your lies. And <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no, 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 thank you, thank you. Um, look, I just want to say thank you to 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 the rest of the fans <laughs> out there as well for um ever since being getting the podcast back up and being moved back to Perth. Um, the the growth of each episode's grown exponentially. Um, the subscription has grown. Oh, 
mate, I, I'm, I'm just humbled by it. And just the recognition from um, yourself and from the rest of the Muay Thai community here in WA. Mate, these guys are top of the food chain. You know, you're talking about Darren, Darren Riddler. Absolutely. You're talking about, you know, um, uh, Jesus, Blair Smith, uh, Toby, um, Roy. Of course. Oh, dude, uh, Pinky, uh, side. the list goes on. I mean, we, we, it's just... Yeah, it, it humbles me. It humbles me. So, but yeah, thank you. But anyway, we're not here for me. We're here for <laughs> you. We're here to get to know. We're here to get to know about the uh, voice of uh, WA Muay Thai, um, uh, CJ. So, CJ, first, what is your name? Uh, so, my name is uh, is Callan. Callan, yeah. Um, but I guess uh, growing up is a bit of a. A bit of an unusual name, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. people had often kind of stuff it up as we were going, so um, I decided just to simplify things and go, CJ is nice and easy. CJ is a good, um, uh, it's, a, it's a good uh, moniker, actually. Yeah, like so, so I've been using that for uh, for a little while now, and um, yeah, just because I thought it carries a little bit easier, CJ yeah. is much easier, because like, ca- Callum, Callum, what? <laughs> people don't know how to spell my name and stuff like that, so. Can I just be, like, as I do, I digress all the time, I know four Callums. Okay. Yeah. And they've all got red hair. Oh wow! There we go. <laughs> well, that's the thing because my my last uh, so the last letter of my of my name is an N for Nelly. Okay. Whereas yeah. M Cal- oh, Calum is what is oh, Calan. It's Calan. Oh. Yeah, C A L L A N. So that's oh. um, yeah. So anyway, so yeah. that, and that's exactly it. So people <laughs> are always like, oh Calum. Um, so I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to simplify things here. Let's go. Oh. With, let's go with C J. So I adopted that. Um, yeah, probably a little while before I think I kind of got into doing the um, announcing for Muay Thai announcing. and stuff like that. But um, just a bit of a stage name, I guess. Yeah. Simple, simplify it for the for the crowd. Carries a bit better. Well, let's pull it back even further, mate. Like yep. we're here, at, we're here at um, UWA, University of Western Australia. We are. This indeed. is where you work. You've you've been kind enough to invite us into your to a beautiful studio here, which you designed. So, um, look, let's just pull it back. Let's yep. get to know who. Callan is, Cat Callan is, or CJ, C- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a CJ. So let's get to know who CJ is. So where did it all begin, mate? Where are you from? Where did you grow up? Uh, so I'm a Perth boy. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, grew up, grew, as they say. yeah uh, grew up in the northern suburbs. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the 6027. 6027? <laughs> 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 what uh, suburb is that? What's um, that? So ocean, that's like ocean, is that Ocean Reef? Ocean Reef. It's all around that kind of oh, area. Okay, so that's, that's okay. kind of... And, um, you know, when I, you know, when my family moved into Ocean Reef, I mean, Marmion Avenue had, ha- it stopped at Hodges Drive. So if, okay. that, if that's any indication, if you, if you know the northern suburbs and you had <laughs> one, one lane going one way, one lane going the other way, the rest of it was just a sand pit. And if you wanted to get up to Mindari, you had to kind of go out and you had to bush bash to get was up it, to so Mindari. M- back then, Mindari would have been um, uh, just a, a country town, maybe. Oh, it, it was almost <laughs> like a little kind of village kind of, you know, well, you, you, disconnected from, from the rest of the sort of the, the sort of the urban yeah. Yeah, well, if you, if you, sorry, 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 guys. We we're gonna digress here. We just going back to <laughs> WA stuff. We, we remember, I remember Queens Rock and Yangship used to be like, oh it, mate, uh, it was a day trip. It was, it was a day trip. But now it's part of the West, uh, the, the the um uh, now the pe- sub- it's, part, it's part of that, suburbia. That's suburbs. right. You know, pe- people are buying houses up there, young families and stuff like that. Because yeah. you know, you can get a decent sized block of land, you can put a good sized house on it. Yeah. And as long as you're prepared to wait for the rest of the infrastructure to kind of fill in around you, mm. as, you know, if you're if you're prepared to put down roots for 10, 15 years in an area like that why wouldn't you yeah well if you look at it what, what about Joondalup that was oh, like the, the, the satellite city they, they, if we build it they will come yeah that was a movie it was not a movie that was not Killing Fields Field of Dreams Field of Dreams not Killing Fields that's about Pol Pot I'm sorry sorry sorry, sorry. wrong movie <laughs> <laughs> wrong movie we digress in this mate we yeah go good good 
<laughs> Good. So um, you grew up around the um, Ocean Reef area? Yeah, mate. So I went to went to primary school and then yeah. um, at Ocean Reef Primary. And uh, when I was about 10, my family moved to the Middle East. Oh. So um, I've, I'm part of a big family. So mum and dad both had... What is, what is your background? Um, Are you, oh, just, you Aussie? Just, yeah. Just what? 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 white Aussie. Um, you white. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> but, but but um sorry sorry. I think I think on on, on probably on my mum's side it's oh, probably right. the sort of the Irish oh, and the Scottish, Irish, course, yeah. and then I think on my dad's side it's probably more of the European sort yeah. of Northern European sort of Swedish. Ah yes, of, stuff. of course. Why why did you go to the Middle East? Was your, was your, was your, was your dad? so yeah so so yeah so dad dad was a, a doctor. He was a GP and yeah. um. And he we he moved over there. I think you know, like a lot of people who move to the Middle East, you know, mm. you go you go there for for money, mm-hmm. you get good good wages and no tax. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was it was um, yeah, mum, dad, me, and my little brother. Uh, I've got a bunch of older brothers and sisters, and and they all stayed here. They would okay, that's either, older. Yeah, they they'd either finish school or my uh, one of my sisters had a couple of years of high school left, so she went to boarding school. But yeah, okay, it was, so yeah. it was me and my little brother and mum and dad, and we moved to yeah, we moved to Saudi Arabia. Oh, what 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 what, what decade? Oh uh, uh, no no no, this would have been um, sort of early early nineties. Early no, hold on. Saudi Arabia, Middle East, uh, yeah, this 90s. Is, this is like uh, just after the Gulf War. Bu- yeah, Bush coming in. Oh, yeah, Jesus man. Christ. Yep. Yep. Ma- massive. I mean, massive. Still a massive American presence there. Okay. Um, yeah. And I mean, I remember being at, being at school, and you'd see um, sort of you know these you know Toyota Hilux style Utes, you know, cruising around in the um, in the car Fully park. Out. Oh, and they've got like an anti aircraft missile. You know, Jesus. on the back. You know, coming into school, you'd get the, you'd get sort of um, swiped for, that for weapons that and stuff. That would have been fucking a great, uh, just a, 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 a oh, very d- a, a great education s- for you. So different, man. I mean, yeah. growing growing up in the eighties, and um, you know, I knew fuck all about um, you know, about the about the Middle East, and especially and growing up in Australia. Yeah, like knew yeah. nothing. You know, it's it's camels, it's desert. That's all you really know you mean about the Middle that East. Kind you, of mean, stuff. you mean Midland? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> is that Midland? No, no. no. Um, so yeah, that was a real experience. So yeah, there for there for three. We love years. you, Midland, Midland City. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was yeah. So that was um, yeah. There for 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 three years, and I mean, yeah. it's such a melting pot. I mean, you know, the Middle Definitely. East because you've got. So many people coming from all over the world. You know, you've got all these expats coming from, you know, all, all over, you know, uh, England and yeah. Europe, you know, North America, um, Africa. You know, you've just got all these people, you know, coming to Saudi to, to work. Yeah, mate. Um, you know, and whether it's, you know, the, the doctors um, and, and all of that, you know, the hospital staff. Uh, that's obviously that's where my dad kind of worked, but yeah, also, you know, people coming from you know the Philippines, Sri Lanka, Pakistan, you so know, they're, they're, everywhere. They're, they're, you know, they they are the working class over there. Yeah. Um, you know, they're the taxi drivers and all of those kinds of things. Um, so you know, just exposed to just so much. I mean, you know, when we left in the in the late nineties, you know, there was. It was still, you know, Australia was still a very, yeah. It felt very homogenous still, yeah. you know. And there was, you know, there was a little bit of, you know, oh, you know, oh, you know, the Asians and that, yeah, you yeah. know, that's all a bit weird. The point I'm trying to make is when I'm in primary school, 
there's you know it's mainly white kids. There's yeah, not, okay. there's not there's not kids coming. There's not a heap of kids coming from heaps of different backgrounds like you see nowadays. You yeah, know, no, there's where yeah. where there's this kid who you know and I'm you know who looks very Asian but has got yeah a thick as Australian accent. A bit you like know, myself there. He's yeah, like yeah, yeah. he's like a third of third fourth generation. Yeah, um, you know and you know family sort of you know might have come from Malaysia or something like that back in the day. Um, it it just it it didn't feel much like that. So as a kid yeah, growing okay. up, I hadn't been exposed to to that kind of stuff. So yeah, definitely yeah. eye opening to to head over to the uh, Middle East. Oh, nice, nice. So we, you've come back from the Middle East now, and and and, and um, you're back in Perth. You would have, you would have moved back in Perth. So you turn of the century. Um, uh, no, so no. I came back for high school. So um, yeah. so came back for the start of, of high school, year eight back then. So you would have went to a private school, I reckon. Uh, you're right, I did. Um, uh, let me guess. <laughs> let me guess. So. <laughs> Not hail. No, no, not hail. Uh, so this side, uh, Scotch. No, 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 no. no. Well, the, you know, Prendival, Prendival Catholic oh, College. Sorry, Prendival Catholic College. <laughs> right, right up the road, ten ten minutes from, from okay, home. Okay, okay. So, um, yeah, so I came back for high school in in ninety five. Yeah, and um, and did my high schooling there. Um. So yeah, so three years, and it was just, I mean, transformative being overseas, and then sort of you know coming back. Um, and, and just trying to sort of slot back into, you know, being a teenager in, in, in Perth. The height of the West Coast Eagles back then as oh well. Man, was, <laughs> the height was, of the Wildcats. The it was Wildcats. crazy. You know, just I'd been completely completely away from, from, from culture, from, from Western culture, culture in yeah. terms of you oh know, yes. m- music, movies, you know, all of that kind of stuff, you know. When you know, I remember getting back here, and you know, one of the first things, you know, the kids were like, "Oh, what are you a surfy, uh, a surfy or a romper?" You know, and uh, so, so rompers had you know the shaved head shaved and, and, and listened ah, to the heavy God, metal stuff. Russell Crowe's me romper snopper. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now I'm not suggesting that these kids were you know white supremacists, <laughs> but I think it was more the look and the and the music that they were into. Yeah, and then you had the surfy kids. Um, of so course. You, so you were one Being or the other. Suburbs, that was surfing, yeah, right on. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So you know, and I I didn't really fit into either one of those. So yeah, you know, um, you know it took took me a while, I guess, to to find my people at at high school. <laughs> find my people. Um. <laughs> Found them. I found them. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so it was yeah a great experience, but yeah, certainly was a bit of bit of culture shock readjusting to coming back to Perth and 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 settling into that kind of routine. Very different to living in the Middle East, that's for sure. So did you did you play any sport as a as a young chap, or did you were you involved in any um, um, organised sports, martial arts, or anything like that? Oh, basketball. When basketball. I, when I was in primary school, basketball. Yeah. Playing for the Ocean Reef Pirates. <laughs> um, the Pirates. Shout out to you, yeah. Pirates. <laughs> I don't even know if they're still around. Maybe. I'll be around. I think. <laughs> um, but look, you know, as as a kid growing up in the eighties, I mean, mm. it was it, it was all w, you know the NBL, you know the Perth Wildcats. Perth, I mean, mate, they, they they were massive back in the nineties. In the nineties, you know, on an absolute tear. So everyone wanted to you know play basketball. So that's what I did. Mm. Um, when I came back, I mean, I've, I've never been a particularly sporty person. Um, my family is not very sporty. In fact, the only person in my family who is sporty is my older brother. Yeah. He got all of the sporting genes <laughs> in the entire family. You know, he, he's the kid who's getting, you know, the, the PE award at the end of year 12, <laughs> goes <laughs> on to study sports <laughs> science, you know, absolutely crazy about every sport that there is to yeah. watch and, and play. He's He's been involved with it. Um, so, no, for me, it was never, sport was never a big thing. But in high school, I did start, um, I did start doing martial arts. I was doing Zendo Kai. Zendo Kai, yeah. 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 So it start started out as um just we we were doing some uh they had one of the sort of the local um sort of instructors come and do some uh it's just self defense. It was like yeah, a, you know, yeah, it's like yeah. we we were doing a self uh, a term of self defense in, in PE. 
and um, and then that kind of oh well you know if you're interested we're going to start running classes yeah. so that then sort of progressed to you know to two afternoons a week um, doing going up to the school and, and doing it there in the gym and then eventually kind of uh, lo- relocating out to the um, to the Spears Dojo in in Wangara it okay, was yeah. uh, it was at the time under Wayne and Doug Spears. Um, I don't know if that's still there. I don't know if it's still there. I presume yeah. it is. Um, but yeah, so I did that for I did that for many years. Yeah. Um, got up to Brown Belt. So you love the culture and love the camaraderie of it all. They love the love the, the yeah. sense of belonging. It's, it was any combat sport, martial arts. Abs- absolutely. You know, it was yeah. great. And you know, learning the carters and learning that the flow. Carters. Yeah. All of that kind of yeah. stuff um, was was really interesting. And I guess the good thing when you when you're a young kid like that, you know, you don't have all these distractions that you do when you're an adult. So no, no. it was really easy. You know, just Tuesdays and Thursdays in the afternoon, mm. go up and uh, and you do your class, and it just became absolutely routine. And you know, I went from being a kid who was you know. You know, a few too many kilos overweight, uh, and and <laughs> couldn't couldn't even do ten push-ups to, you know, who to a kid who was in a much healthier weight range, yeah, uh, who could smash out you know a hundred push-ups on his knuckles, you know, yeah. after a few years, you know, just building up to but that the, kind of thing. But the confidence that you do get from discipline, mm. you know, oh, and the, doing the things that you don't want to do, and knowing that the mm. fact that you're getting something out of the things yeah, out, out, out of out of what you are doing is it's it's it, it is remarkable I, I do i recommend everyone should do some sort of martial arts or play sport or just leaving their comfort zone oh look absolutely you learn more and about leaving your comfort zone and 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 now as as a as a parent and stuff like that and and um you know, Parent. I I, rec- I recognize the you know the importance of that you know for for my kids. Yeah. E- even though it wasn't necessarily you know sport wasn't pushed on to me. Yeah. Um, Do you push sport? So let me. Um, we yeah. Okay. Pull it, let's pull it back again. Yep. And a good segue. Family. So you married um, children. Yes. Yep. So yeah. I've been with my wife now. We've been together for twenty two years. What's oh, Jesus? What's her name? So her, na- so her name's Donna. Get a shout out to you, Donna. Sh- shout out to Donna. So Donna yeah. Rose. Uh, Miss yeah. Rose. Uh, so we got yeah we got together. Um, I was eighteen, she was seventeen. Oh. And it was just yeah, right right from day one. It, it was just like Love stri- at first sight. As they say, it's not a cliche. It's it's it's, it's true. Like we, we moved in. I moved in with her on day one. Really? Uh, yeah. She was still living with her family. Some people might think that's clingy. <laughs> 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 it just it, it's it honestly it just felt like the most natural thing Mate, yeah. um in the world to just, you know it, it, it wasn't a, I'm moving in. It was just, you know, stay the I night. You know, yeah. stayed, stayed another night, and after a few weeks, her mum, who was really cool, shout out to Paula, um, you know, was just like, "Listen, you know, you probably need to go and get some clothes and bring them here. Let's let's formalise this arrangement." But for a f- for a few weeks, I would I'd call clothes? my mum. I don't need clothes. I don't need clothes. I'm an 18 year old boy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but I'd call my mum and be like, "Hey, mum, uh, what's for dinner tonight?" Um, okay, yeah, no worries. And then I'd sort of, you know, shout out to Donna's mum. Like, hey, Paula, what's for dinner tonight? And then you'd and then I'd, so, so I'd be like, okay, <laughs> yeah, mum, uh, no, I'm not coming, not coming home for dinner tonight. Yeah, no. yeah there's a better option here. <laughs> yeah, I've got a better, better option. <laughs> better, but you wouldn't tell mum that. No. Um, well, so oh, no, yeah. so so yeah, oh, awesome. so, so me and Donna have been together for for 22, 22 years. Twenty two years. Yeah, and ma- married for sixteen. Yeah. Um, of those years, so yeah, just. Yeah, soulmates. Children, so, so, oh, mate, so that, fortunate. That's the, mate. How lucky is that though to oh. find to find your soulmate at a young age and then so just to grow grow together. Obviously, the, it's not it's not it's not a smooth ride. ride. <laughs> oh, be a roller coaster. You live, you learn. There's ups and your downs. Your ebbs, your flows. <laughs> that's uh, no, mate. Like life with life with Donna. I mean, it's it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, she's she's an amazing an amazing person. You know, she's an amazing wife. Oh, um, awesome. And then in terms oh. of kids, yeah. Um, so we've got two two girls. 
Two girls? Um, so we've got, uh, so my eldest is, is 12, um, turning 13 at the end of the year. So yeah. her, name, her name is Muse. Shout out to you, Muse. She um, oh, yeah. I know something about Muse. I know, I know where um, you train. And, um, and then the, the youngest one, who's, uh, who's seven. Um, so her name is Arcadia, but we call, Arcadia. Her, we call her Chippy. Chippy. Why uh, th- Chippy? Th- that's, uh, that's a, it's a bit of a family nickname. Um, she cheeky? No, no, no. My, my, dad's, my dad's nickname, uh, as he was growing up with Chips, Oh. So he was the third Charles, uh, thir- the third sort of, you know, so his dad and his granddad were okay. all called Charles. Yeah. Um, and apparently my granny was like, look, we're not calling him Charles. We're not calling him Charles because there's already yeah. a Charles and there's already a Charlie. Charles. Um, ah. So so he, everyone just called him Chips. So his entire life, all of his colleagues, his patients, his family Chips. just call him Chips. So Dr. Chips. Dr. Chips. Dr. Ab- Chips. Absolutely. And, um, you know, there's potentially some people in who are listening to this podcast yeah. who, who would know Dr. Chips. Yeah, I'm sure that the three people that listen to this podcast, <laughs> one of you three, one out of three people in Perth know who Dr. Chips is. That's right. That's right. So so he, uh, it was unfortunate. He passed away. Um, Oh, sort of, yeah, very, very, very unexpectedly, um, and and then shortly after that, we found out that um, that Arcadia was on the way, and oh. uh, and after after she was beautiful. born, we That's decided we thought let's. Like I just you know I thought one day let let's try Chippy. As a nickname, and yeah. it just it just stuck, and so you know that's that's what we call her now. That's you know that's you'll always you'll always be arcade to me, Chippy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but oh yeah, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so so two two girls, and and obviously they're just yeah, absolute light of my so life. These are these are great little segues. So I mm. mean, um, we're, we're going to turn into how the how the hell did you get into my time? Yes, yep. no, no, I know that your daughter, the eldest, um, what was her name again? Sorry. So this is Muse. Muse. I'm, 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 I know that. I'm gonna, I'll cut this bit out. I know that Muse um, yep. does Muay Thai. Is it? Does she do Muay Thai? Well, yeah. she 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 stopped. She was the first one to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, out of out of the two girls. And yeah. So she she did it for um, about a year. And, and where was that at? So that was at Riddler's. Yeah, shout uh, out to you, Darren. Uh, yeah, so Darren and, and, and also to all the trainers there, particularly Riley, the, the sort of mate, the head. They're, they're beautiful trainers out there. Oh, uh, mate. It's th- a beautiful gym. The, the vibe there, I mean, I guess one of the advantages that I had of, of being around the Muay Thai community for such a long time yeah. is that um, I, I got to see a lot of different gyms. Yeah. And, and not, not all gyms are, are created equal. And you can tell the gyms that where they place their priority, just just on how they how they come out to the ring, how they conduct themselves, yes. um, and all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah. and and look, that's that's I'm not trying to cast shade on on anyone on any gym in particular, but for me, there were certain gyms that I thought this is this would be a good place to train. This would be a yeah. good place to s- sort of send my kids, and uh, and obviously, you know, proximity where we live is yeah. is part of it. Um, and so, yeah, so Riddler's was, was the, uh, the gym of choice, well and truly. Yeah. And they've got a good junior program. So, sorry, we, di- we digress. So, yeah. so now, um, so Muse has stopped. Yeah. She, she just decided, I don't know, I think for her, it, it, it wasn't for her. I think she's probably started when she was 10 okay. and, and, and did it throughout sort of, you know, year five and year six. And now she's in high school. And I think that for her, it, she just felt like it wasn't, wasn't yeah, for yeah. her, which, yeah. you know, which I, you know, I'm always saying to her, I'm like, babe. The door is open. Anytime you want to go back, very happy to start taking How you back can to you classes. you be an awesome dad. Um, <laughs> you know, I did say to her, I'm like, you need to, I want to see you doing something though. You need yeah. to, you know, for me, um, you know, that there are so many benefits for sport. Yes, as, um, a, as a kid. As a kid, there are Especially. so many. Uh, and and what I, I guess what I love about Muay Thai um, is that it is a 
it's something that you're doing by yourself, but as part of a team. It is. And yeah. and and the benefit of it as well, as opposed to something like, uh, say, netball, which is which is really popular for girls in, in primary yeah. school, done through the school. So you're at school with these girls, you're then training with these girls, you're seeing these girls on the weekend, and sure, some very strong uh, friendships and, and connections can build there. Yeah. But if there's any issues then you're constantly surrounded by it. Whereas going out to sort of, you know, going, take my girls out to, to yeah. Riddlers, it's completely disconnected. Then there's none of their school friends are there. It's, it's, it's away from school. It's something that they can just do by yeah. themselves. So if they ever need a break, if, if there were any issues at school or with their friends, mm. they've got somewhere that they can get away yeah. from that and they're working by themselves, but they're working as part of a team mm-hmm. as well. So, yeah. and, and, and a practical skill. Yeah, um, of you course. Know, you know they're getting strong. They're feeling confident about their body. The self defense as well. And you know these are these are issues that I think are particularly important for mm. for all kids, but I think for particularly for girls. Um, yeah. Some of the messages that they get, and and here's a place where you know you've got someone like Kaylee, as as a role model. You yeah. Know, I, you know she's she's a beautiful woman. She's extremely successful. Mm-hmm. Um, in her strong physically. Stri- yeah, she's a presence mentally. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know that grit to you know mm. you, you don't you know. You don't become a seven-time world champion yeah. by accident. Um, you know she's hard work personified, yeah. and her pictures are up all over the gym, as you would see. And, 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 for, and for my girls, I'm just like, you know, I, I, I never thought that they would be interested in getting in the ring and fighting. Yeah, but to at least sort of see that. Look, here's this, here's this woman Beautiful who's achieved, woman. Yeah. achieved success. I mean, she looks mm. a million bucks in all of those kind of magazine yeah. sort of covers and stuff like that that she's done over the years. Um, but just extremely successful, and there's all of her belts, and there she is walking, <laughs> walking over there, and you can see her doing chin-ups, and yeah. and you know she's around the gym and stuff, you know. And for me, that was just very, that was a very powerful uh, message to sort of send send my girls that mm. here's a place that you can come, get away from it all, focus on yourself, get strong, feel good about yourself, yeah, feel confident, um, and and be learning something worthwhile. So, so yeah, so Muse decided that it wasn't wasn't for her, but I'm yeah. hopeful that she comes back, but. But um, yeah, but my little one, um, Chip. yeah, little Chippy, um, she's Chippy. Uh, she uh, did her um, her hundredth lesson. Um, oh really? Not not so not so long ago, just a few weeks back. Um, so yeah, so you know she's just yeah good as gold. You know she's so easy, and you kind of go, okay, babe, it's it's Thursday afternoon. She's like, oh, I'm tired after school. I'm <laughs> like, come on, get your gear on. I'm like, come on, you know you've got a commitment. We yeah, need to, we need to get there. Um, so yeah, so she's, she's done her hundred lessons and, um, you know, so we had a little bit of a, we had a little bit of a celebration for her, Mm -hmm. made a, uh, you know, made a cake and decorated it and all that kind of stuff, you know, just just to kind of, you know, mark, mark the occasion for her. hundred lessons is a lot, is a, is, is, is a a long, a long lesson. That's, that's, that's eight to 18 months of, you know, of. Full Muay Thai every week. Of just, yeah, two, two, two times a week. Yeah. You know, um, Thursday and Saturday. Twice a week, twice a week. Trains more than me. Um. (laughs) And just you know, she's she's coming along. Yeah. Um, so, mate, the connection with Muay Thai. So that wasn't the that that wasn't the connection. You didn't you didn't do announcing. Like, let's just strip it back again. Announcing. Yeah. How did how did you get into announcing? Because everyone knows it. So everyone that doesn't know, I'm sure that everyone does know. If you see any of the Muay Thai Muay Thai Grand Prix um, over here in Perth, you'll see CJ doing the uh, ring announcing. Yeah, so um, yeah, so I guess I mean the story. I mean we have to we have to take it all the way back to two thousand and four. Oh, let's take uh, it. Back. I'm, I'm going I'm going back old school. Um, yeah, and uh, walking into the uh, the uh, little kiosk at the top of the uh, escalators uh, yeah. at Joondalup train station, and I pick up a flyer for a uh, a wrestling show. 
And uh, I had no idea that, that wrestling was uh, a thing in Perth. Yeah. I mean, growing up as a kid in the 80s, I mean, wrestling everyone, was still Yeah, big, well, every, know? everyone knows. Hulk Hogan, Hulk, Macho yeah. Man, you yeah. know, Ultimate Warrior, all that kind of stuff. Oh, Sheik. And, and I, I grew up with that. I mean, my brother was a huge wrestling fan, yeah, so I grew up do. with we, it. We WWF. Yes. Um, yes. And then, you know, there through that resurgence that happened sort of the late 90s where the, you know, the... Austin and The Rock, yeah. Undertaker, you know, the, those guys, you know, Triple H, you know, they were, you know, John Cena, that kind of, that kind of time. Um, now, I wasn't, we weren't really watching a ton of wrestling at the time, but I saw yeah. this and I thought, oh, this, this could be fun, local wrestling. Let's, so, so me and my wife and, and, uh, and our best mate, Anthony, um, shout out to Giles. Um, hold on, wait, hold on. And his name's Anthony, but you shout out to Giles. Uh, it, it's, <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit of a funny thing that, you know, <laughs> often in, in wrestling, people have got maybe sort of two or three names. They've got their real name, maybe they've got a nickname, and then they, they might have their, their uh, the name that they wrestle under. Now, yeah. uh, now G- Giles is not a wrestler, but that's the sort of the nickname that he got. Okay. Uh, right. any, anyway, Sorry. so, so <laughs> we, go out to, we go out to the, uh, yeah. the Wanneroo Civic Centre. Uh, which is no longer there, this kind of sweaty little kind of box, probably a couple of hundred fans in this place, and we had no idea what to expect. And just right from the get-go, just just blown away by seeing, here's these guys, they don't look all that different to me, and they're getting in there and they're powerbombing each other, yeah. and you know, leaping off the top rope, and just, I mean, it's it's the difference between any sport, watching it on TV versus watching yeah, it live. Okay. Yep, um, yep. And being there in the audience, you know, the crowd's hot as hell. And yeah. I still remember... Um, so the, the show was called Vendetta and the, the main event was, uh, a chain match between Mikey Nichols and, uh, <laughs> and, and Azazel. Um, you even say them those beautifully. Mate. Um, and anyway, so, you know, mm. Azazel is on sort of the, the, uh, on the other side of the guardrail. So he's standing in the crowd and yeah. Mikey Nichols is up on the top rope and he leaps over, over the guardrails, you know. Splashes onto um, onto Azazel and then like lands right in front of yeah. me. And I'm just like, I can't <laughs> believe this. I'm here in the action. Um, and so from that, anyway. So fast forward, we we become massive fans of of explosive. So you going every week now, or uh, every time the show's on? E- e- yeah. So they were doing shows probably every month, every six weeks, and we're going to every show. We've we're we're members, all that kind of stuff. And eventually, that led to um, a casting call. They needed a ring announcer. Ah. And so I was like, Have you done it? Have you ever? Done oh no, I hadn't done any. What about I, performance? Have you, have you, I I did done you have a, bit a perform- performing. Background? Uh, I done a bit of community radio. Uh, yeah. had, had some had some friends who who worked at community radio and and so I tried my hand at that for a while yeah uh, and that was kind of fun you know I yeah. had like a a, a, a slot uh, sort of late on a Friday night yeah I think eight till ten where I basically just got on and just talked a bunch of rubbish by myself yeah uh, and played whatever music I wanted to play so it was great yeah yeah um, but that's that's as far as performing and stuff like that that's that's the extent of it yeah um, so anyway I did this um. You know, I did this uh, audition. It was probably me and you know, half a dozen other guys, and we kind of got fed these, you know, classic ring allow- uh, ring announcing kind of lines to sort of stay say in front of the crowd, and and eventually they tapped me on the shoulder and uh, and said, "Yep, you're you're the guy for the show." So yeah. So my first show uh, that I did for Explosive Pro Wrestling was April two thousand and six. Um, so it was a show called Sudden Impact. Yeah. And um. These are great shows, great names oh, mate. shows, mate. Sudden Impact. Oh, look, I mean, uh, wrestling, you know, there's, you know, it's it's not necessarily a pastime that gets a ton of respect, but mm. there, but there's so much about wrestling that you see carrying over 
to so many other sports. UFC, but if you look at if you, if you look at the wrestling, the razzmatazz, that's and, exactly and, and the show of wrestling. That's, that's what it is. They've moved that. The UFC actually uses that absolutely. And they use character building as well. And they're yep. using the 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 what do you call it? The heel. Yeah. The guy that's the heel and the guy yep. that's the good guy. That's exactly they're, it. They're, they're using that type of format. And it's more entertainment. Correct. Isn't it, Dave? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. So, you know, I was just so thrilled to, you know, to be the ring announcer and the opportunities that came from from doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did that for, for a number of years. So I was only working for Explosive Pro Wrestling and, um, and occasionally, you know, when a, a wrestling tool would come through Perth, um, you know, if they needed someone, maybe my name would pop up and, and I'd sort of get to do those shows as well. Um, and it kind of got down to, I guess this is where we start getting into Muay Thai territory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or or Muay Thai as I knew it back then. I was, I was so uneducated. <laughs> um, kick, kickboxing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's probably not so bad calling it kickboxing versus yeah. Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Um, That's the cow and the thing that put it around your neck. Isn't yeah. It? <laughs> um, so anyway, it was. I, I still remember the conversation. We were so EP Dub had done uh, done a show down at uh, the Queens Park Rec Centre, and I was having a chat with with a couple of friends uh, afterwards. Um, so a guy by the name of Jimmy Payne. Um, and uh, Slick Rick Sanders. Um, Slick Rick Sanders, mate. These are great names. Um, Jimmy Payne's a great name as well. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, Jimmy Payne, just a fantastic wrestler. And uh, and Slick Rick Sanders, uh, just, just a jack of all trades in the wrestling industry, mainly sort of, you know, doing um, managing, you know, managing yeah, wrestlers yeah, okay. and stuff like that. But, um, but also doing a lot of the video editing and graphic design and stuff like that. Great guys. Anyway, we were having a conversation after the, after the show, and they were like, listen, mate, like, you, you you're quite good at this, yeah. And you are. and they were into you know they were into sort of you know the legitimate kind of combat sports, um, you know the boxing, MMA, all that kind of yeah. stuff. And so they're like, we we go to these shows, we see the ring announcer, and you're you know you're better than than them. Yeah. Um. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> so kind of planted a seed. Yeah. Um. And I guess it all kind of happened then. You know, just. You know, looking at, I got an email. We got an email from Ticketek, you know, just advertising some of the shows that they were doing uh, ticketing for. And I saw this kickboxing, you know, Muay Thai show. Muay Thai, yeah. Coming up. And um, was it MTGP or was it? No, 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 no. I mean, this was this was back in 2010. So this is ages ago. Oh, fuck. Um, and so I d- uh, did, a, did a bit of investigation, found an email address for the promoter and just fired off an email. Hey, yeah. this is me. I've got four years experience doing wrestling. I don't know if you've got an MC, but, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, hit yeah. me up. And, um, and so the show was Domination. There's talk on the street. It sounds so familiar. Great expectations. Everybody's watching you. Oh, so uh, Blair and Darren. Yeah. And yeah. So, so Darren, uh, Darren Kurovic uh, reached, you know, sent me an email and, and he very kindly sort of, you know, informed me that they already had someone. 
Um, but he invited me to come along. He said, we'll put your name on the door. Yeah. Why don't you come along? Why don't you sit, sit at ringside? And, you know, you can, you know, I guess learn the ropes. So, um, yeah, so I rocked who up. Was, who was uh, ring announcer at the time? Do you know uh, it was It was Perry Kale. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so that's he doesn't where... He does, he, he does commentary now, doesn't he, or no? Um, I'm, not, I'm not... I mean, he he's involved in a, in a lot of different things, Yeah, Perry. okay, okay. Uh, I but I know, he does, I know he still does a lot of, uh, a lot of ring announcing. Name um, rings a bell. Name does... Yeah, I know um, that. So, anyway, I rock up to this, this show. It was at Curtin Stadium, funnily enough. Yeah, yeah, well, there you um, go. Come full circle there, and uh, I walk in. I was just like, "Thank fuck that they didn't that I didn't get this gig because this was like way beyond anything I'd ever experienced." Like big crowd, just the professionalism of it all. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the setup, the you know, yeah. the lights, the smoke, the screens, the staging, the <gasps> walkways. You know, thousands of people. You know, and I'm like, "Whoa!" Like the dancing. You know, they had sort of the dancing girls and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And I'm like, "The, fucking the fireworks and the yeah." The, and yeah, I realized, yeah. I realized how little I knew. You know, ah. I, I, I knew, you know, I was comfortable standing in the ring with the microphone and announcing fighters and doing all that kind of mm. stuff, but I had zero idea. Yeah. Um, and so I spent the whole show sitting next to Perry, um, taking notes. Yeah. You know, watching what he did. Um, asking him questions, him explaining things to me, recording little videos and all that kind of stuff. And I guarantee you, I've got a hard drive somewhere that has those things still on there because that Wait, that became a blueprint for me. Yeah. Oh, that's good. You're educating yourself and you're, and you're, and you're, and you're um, um, immersing yourself in, 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 the, in the environment and the culture. Um, what does... So with, with ring announcing, do you, would you study each... Would you get like before before the show? Would you get the card? Obviously, would you study each of the opponents, each of the fighters? Yeah, I guess it's different for different shows. Yeah, um, and as I've kind of gone along in my uh, career, I guess I am more proactive about approaching the promoters ahead of the show and saying, uh, yeah. "If you can give me this information." This helps me to prepare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it helps the promoter as well. Yeah, because I'm of like, course. if if I'm prepared, if I'm rocking up prepared to go yeah. to the show, um, then you know it's just more relaxed and and all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, look, I mean, ideally, what I get is I know the fight card, um, you know the order, I know the corners, I know the fighters, I know their trainers, I know their gym. Yeah. Um, you know, I know their record. Um, you know, I know any other bits and bits and bobs. You know, whether you know titles that they hold or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. previously held. Yeah. You know, maybe if they've kind of got like a cool ring name that they like to use, all that kind of stuff. So ideally I get that. So all I need when I get there on the night is the is the weights. Is the weights. And so you've got all 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 the I've tail got, of the tape and Yeah, and I've I've got my palm cards written up. Yeah. When I arrive. So I'll sit down. Oh, you're, really, you're professional. Um, well, it uh, I've had some I've had some horror stories. Um, well, can we can we can we oh, delve into some horror stories? Yeah, so I mean I showed up to to one show and normally what would happen is there'd be a folder, you know, with my name on it or MC <laughs> or whatever, and it would have all these fighter information sheets. So yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the sheets that the fighters fill in um, at the weigh-in. Um, and so, you know, sometimes they're just kind of covered in chicken scrawl and, you know, you can't <laughs> really kind of read them and maybe they're missing information and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, so I'm like sat down. I'm like, okay, this is pretty standard for me. And I sort of go through and get them all in order, am I missing any, da 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 all that kind of stuff, and I start writing out my cards. Now, these same sheets that I had were the same, uh, at the time, were the sheets that the uh, the doctor had to, you know, sign off. Yeah, uh, to Patty. F- yeah, f- it was Patty at the time, yeah. uh, medical clearance and stuff like that. So, oh he's no. backstage, no. he needs these bits of paper, oh no. 
But I also need these bits of paper because, you know, they have all of the information that I need to start the show. Now, the show can't start until these fighters are signed off. But they also, you know, we can't move forward unless I actually have some information as well. So (laughs) it was just very stressful and me kind of, you know, running through and I'd be writing out sort of, you know, maybe sort of, you know, the first three fights and then I'd run those backstage to kind of give them to Paddy so that he could do his bits and bobs. And, you know, just, I mean, just over the years, you just learn how to be... um, Malleable? Yeah, problem solving, malleable. Yeah, and and asking for that information up front. Yeah, and if I can get that info up front, then it just saves you know a lot of drama. Now things have moved forward because now now the fighters have got their their proper little books that they get through the Combat Sports Commission, I think. Yeah, Uh, their little medical books, and that's where they get signed off. Yeah, okay. Um, so so you know, I think think some well. So you've been in the industry for what ten, fifteen, twelve years? Twelve years doing doing Muay Thai. Doing Muay Thai. So I mean. Have you seen the big difference between talent what from back then to now? Oh man, well when I first got started, obviously I had no idea. Yeah, like, okay. so so this fir- this very first show, this this uh this one Dom- that I uh Domination, Domination 4 it was. Um Domination 4 26 next. Um Jesus. and you know, so the main event was uh, John Wayne Parr. No way. I've got no idea. Do you, do you, oh, I've got no, no, no I, I had no idea who this guy was, and here's the main event. And now, obviously, I could tell from you know the you know yeah. from the the way he came out to the ring, the way he sealed the ring, the way the crowd responded to him. I knew that he was you know the, the, um, he, he was he was a big deal. Yep. He was a legend at the time. And now he's the guy. And now and now yeah. he's you know that legend has only grown. So yeah. I mean, how fortunate am I? And I mean, I was having a look you know, in preparation wow. for our chat today, going back and having a look at the names. And sometimes the names are, there are who's who. Uh, I know. You know, I'm pretty sure that Roy fought on that show. I'm pretty sure that Toby fought on to- that yeah. show. And I mean, this is, um, I, I You've got many, many uh, uh, great Australian Muay Thai Nak Muay You would have, oh, um, yeah. oh, for sure, mate. And, and at the time you don't realize it. Like I was so yeah. fresh. I didn't, I didn't know who these names were. They were just names on a piece of paper to me. I didn't, mm. I didn't know any of them. Um, so it's only only now reflecting back that I look at these names and I'm like, oh my god, Jeez. there's 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 Kaylee Reese on there, there's there's Abby Nelson, there's you know wow. there's this person, there's that person, um, you know the second show that I did um, uh, where I actually was invited to do the ring announcing was Domination Five. So that, that was your your debut as a ring announcer. Yeah, for for Muay Thai, and I did the undercard. So Perry was there. Okay. Um, and Perry did the main card, and I did the undercard. So it was a great. It was almost like an apprenticeship, and I and I no. can, and, you know and I can't thank Perry per- enough yeah. for Shout you know you just Perry. just the mentoring, the support, the advice That's what that, need, that he though. gave me in mm. those early stages, um, and creating an opportunity where I got to do, you know, the undercard. And he did the main card, and that was um, uh, Nathan Corbett was fighting oh, on that wow. uh, on that show. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was for one of the heavyweight titles. Um, and the John Wayne Parr was for the WKN middleweight world title, which yeah. he, which he won there. So I'm like, oh, here we go. And I've I've done I've been at two shows, and there's and these it, two yeah. two world title fights with you know, and I mean you know, Carnage was was very you know very popular. Yeah. Um, and then I think it was Domination Six. Where I did the I did it by myself. Um, yeah. So is that a bit daunting for you? Or? Oh, mate, absolutely. Um, but you know, I felt like I'd been pretty well prepared um, for it. You know, as, as yeah. well prepared as you can be. But I kind of got in and I gave it my best. And 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 um, Corbett was um, was the main event there as well, fighting yeah. the, fighting this guy. I think he's from Poland or or Ukraine or something like that. Um, and that was in, that was incredible to sort of you know feel the energy there. Obviously, mm. you know, long night and and people kind of get a few drinks into them and and they're and they're there to to see this these heavyweights, 
go at it hard. Um, and you know Nathan Corbett, you know has you know his his elbows are, are very well known, and yeah. people screaming for the crowd. Yeah, go, give him the elbow, feed it to him, mate. <laughs> he wants it. He wants it. Um, and just trying to be there for, for that moment, and just try and keep my my shit together. Um, yeah. But you know that uh, that show w- uh, that I did with Perry, where I did the undercard, I remember I picked up a, I grabbed one of the flyers. And I grabbed the other uh, 50 bucks that I made. It's the first money that I'd ever made for doing ring announcing. Um, and I've got a photo of it still. Um, there, there's the flyer. There's the first 50 bucks that I that I ever made. I'm, in fact, I've probably got that flyer sort of somewhere in a drawer still. And that, yeah. Um, and and that was that was back 2010. 2010. Um, so, so you've come a long way. So how many how many um, promotions have you have you announced? Now. Lucky, lucky for you, I've got a list. Of course you do. Right. I've seen that book, mate. Yeah, um, lucky to, I knew that you would come prepared, mate. So uh, I guess the the you know I'd like to you know uh, one another one of the promoters who kind of got on board with me really early. I mean Darren and Blair, you know they were they were great. They gave me these opportunities yeah. for domination, and then I started doing the little uh, domination development days. Oh yeah, the triple Ds. The triple yep. Ds. Um, so I'd be doing those on sort of Saturday, Sunday afternoon at, at you know these little kind of rec centres and Serbian clubs around the yeah. around the city yeah. and stuff like that. So I was doing in those but then Peter Boyd um, as well from the WA Thai Boxing Centre um, he he brought me on really early as well his his show he started up a, a show called Ignition and that was yeah. run out of uh, John Forrest yep, High School yep. at, uh, in Morley um, so yeah shout out to, to Peter as well for kind of getting on board um, with me really early and mm. giving that giving me that opportunity to, to do those but no so over the years then I sort of I guess I did a lot of filling in to begin with you know it was a show here as a show there Really, depending on on when Perry uh, couldn't do a show. Yeah, okay. I think I think at the time I don't know how many other ring announcers there were, um, you know, working I- in WA. I know that Perry, who was he's a Perth boy, but he's based he lives in Melbourne, and he would basically fly out here to, yeah, do, okay. to do these shows. But um, so um, let's have a look here. So doing Battle Colossal with um, so that was uh, Pon Mardi's. Yeah, show. Pon Mardi, Pon. Yeah, a um, legend in WA Muay Thai. Abs- absolutely Absolute legend. Um, so so doing we doing can thank sh- actually we can like oh, I'll, I'll say it now. Uh, he is the godfather of Australian Muay Thai. He brought Muay Thai. Uh, he did bring Muay Thai. Darren was saying he brought Muay Thai to Perth. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, <laughs> you you look at sort of I guess you know the people who 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 he trained or who were involved with yeah. him. And, you know, it's a who's who of, of you know, the people now who are, you know, those established the, the, people. The top gyms around. Absolutely. In, yeah, in well and truly. So, yeah. yeah, so Battle Colossal. Yep. Um, I did some shows, uh, some of the origin shows for uh, for Pomorne Mardi, so Pon Sun. Pon Sun, so, yeah, so Pomorne, yeah. Some of his early shows, I, I was doing them. Um, I did a few shows, um, uh, the Nemesis shows for, for Bill Seth. Yep, and, and, I've known and Nemesis. Yeah, and, and Pat uh, Talbot as well. Um, I did, I did, I was, I did one show f- of, uh, of Epic with, um... That's Darren, isn't it? Yeah, Darren, Darren, and, Darren Kaylee? and Kaylee. Yeah, yeah, so I did one show for them and that was, that was great. That was, that was a real opportunity. Yeah. Um, their regular ring announcer wasn't available, so they gave me a call and, and, and I'm very thankful for that. And then, um, it was sometime later, I think the same situation came up and they got in contact with me and asked me if I could do it. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Couldn't wait for the opportunity. Um... And I got sick as a dog, and I just felt so terrible. Like I'm, I, I was literally like, I sent them a photo, like a photo of myself in hospital. Like I'm in ER, and I've got the drips in and all that kind of stuff. And uh, this probably would have been, 
oh man, it probably would have been like Wednesday or Thursday afternoon, and I'm just like, I felt, I felt bad that I had let them down. Yeah, because, you okay. Know, as you know, as trying to be a professor, professional. Yeah. You know, I just want to be reliable. What I don't want to be is a headache for yeah. for yeah, the promoter. Um, so I'm like, oh, it's yeah, give myself some time to try and get better. Maybe I'm going to come good. And as it turned out, you know, uh, it just wasn't going to happen. So I wanted to give them, I wanted to kind of strike that right balance of yeah. leaving it as long as I could to give myself the chance to get better, but also then giving them enough time to get a replacement. And uh, and they did. So, yeah, so that was Epic. Um, Ignition, I've mentioned. Uh, Futures, uh, which was um, the uh, Chantel Green. Yeah. Uh, her promotion down in Mandurah. Yep. So I did the final show of that. And I'm pretty sure that that was the final show. Uh, that would have been, I think, the start of 2020. Uh, I think that might have been the final show before before, pan- before the, the pandemic. pandemic. Yeah, uh, and that was a great show as well. I had a great time down there. And Chantel's, yeah. you know, Sh- Chantel's really lovely, and I know that she's sort of she's now sort of you know moving away from you know onto other things in her life other than the gym and stuff like that. But that was that was a great show, and it was good to kind of squeeze one in mm-hmm. um, before everything just shut down and went to shit. Yeah. Um, so I was going down to Bunbury doing uh, Gary O'Dean's. Uh, shows down there um, called Respect. So I went down there on a number of occasions. That that felt really cool because yeah. um, he um, one of the sponsors was one of the motels down there. So it actually <laughs> stay overnight, <laughs> and that felt really really cool to kind of go. I'm traveling down to Bunbury. I'm staying. I'm doing the show, and then I'm staying Stay overnight. Yeah. And I'm, oh wow! Kind of to myself, Lardy da. Um, <laughs> You made it. I made it. You yeah. made I'm it. A, I'm out of, out of the Perth metro area. <laughs> um, obviously, uh, domination as well. I did, yeah. did did shows for them for, for many years as well. Um, and then you know, m- doing a bit of um, MMA as well. So uh, so the MMA the MMA um, uh, industry or well, the MMA community in Perth is is quite large and, and big. We've got some you know obviously we've got a couple of MMA fighters from Perth that, that are in the UFC. Uh, so you've got like Steve Kennedy yep, there you go. Um, is one of them. Um, you know, Soa as so, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a young chap. Is it Malaki from 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 Perth? Malaki. Malaki, um, young guy just won on the weekend. Um, yeah. Uh, there, there's uh, Jack Della. Jack Della, but he he won he won on on UFC two seven five. Yeah, two seven five. Yeah. So I was good I, win was, I was fortunate enough to uh, to be working on uh, Eternal MMA to to do that yeah. show when he scored that like amazing just like knockout punch on on mm. Alden Bates and and you know just it was I mean you know with all due respect to, to Alden it was a spectacular <laughs> knockout yeah. and, and and the way that he felt it just you know in terms of what looks good on camera yeah it, look, it, it was looked, fantastic it, it looked it amazing looked, it looked and like it, and it was the thing I think probably mm. one of those things that kind of helped to, to catapult um, Jack even further. I mean, he was he was already on a tear and a great product, but yeah. I think something like that helps to get eyeballs on him mm. um, and move him up so to the next stage. It's not just it's not just Muay Thai. It's M- you've got MMA. Boxing, you were, yeah. we were talking about boxing before, yeah, before so we, went on, yeah, before so we um, so started the interview. Yeah, so t- Tony Tolge uh, runs uh, Thunderdome out of... Um, uh, he does his shows Thunder at Dome. at, uh, at Metro City. That's exactly it. That's two men exactly enter, it. one man leave. But uh, uh, look, I mean, Thunderdome is a really interesting one, and, and working with Tony is 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 an interesting part of the story. Because in in 2017, I decided I'd had a sort of a bit of enough of yeah. things, and I sort of uh, took a, took a bit of a break um, from uh, from doing ring announcing and stuff like that. You yeah. know, it was just I wasn't enjoying myself. You know, it was long. It's long becoming a bit of a chore. It was a bit of a chore. It was yeah. long, long nights, long afternoons they away from the family. They are long. Um, you know, and so I, you know, personally, I was, I was missing, you know, missing time with my family as well. Um, but also, I was, I was very well aware of the fact that, you know, if I'm out of the house for, 
you know, whatever. It's you 12 know. hours. Oh, e- easy. Easily 12 hours. And then it's the recovery. And then it's sort of the following morning. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, by this stage, um, you know, by 2017, you know, Arcadia was, you know, was a couple of years old. And anyone will tell you that looking after it, I think looking after a toddler is way harder than looking after a baby. <laughs> and I was just extremely mindful that every time I was. Move. Yeah, they yeah. are. They need constant entertaining. Yeah. Uh, and I was extremely mindful of, you know, the you know, the imposition that I was putting on my wa- on my wife to, you know, basically, mm. hey, man, I, I'm going out and I'll, I will see you, uh, you know, I'll come in at one o'clock in the morning and then I'm going to sleep in until yeah. 10 o'clock. So, hey, can you just look after the kids? So I was, I mean, and she did it with good grace and she's always been very supportive, but I was just mindful of, of that. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so 2017, I just kind of went at, uh, had, I had enough, let all of the, uh, the promoters that I work with regularly know, um, and, um, you know, so the last show I did was, was down in Bunbury with, uh, with Gary O'Dean. And then I was like, cool, calling it quits. And then to come 2019, February 2019, a, um, uh, a wrestling tour came through, uh, came to Perth. Yeah. Uh, so it was, a, it was a, an Australian-wide tour and they were doing a stop in Perth. And this was uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now, oh. I, d- I don't know if you know not much about, no, about pro wrestling. I don't. Um, like Jap- Japan has got a massive wrestling culture. They love fucking they combat sport. Full stop. They they do they, they do. Love it. Um and and Japanese wrestling is is absolutely right up there. Most most people who are into pro wrestling, you know, only watch you know WWE. Yeah. Um. You know, but there is a world of other of other sort of you know promotions and stuff like that happening. And and New Japan at the time was probably, you know, one of the, the biggest ones outside of the WWE. Yep. I mean, WWE is, I mean, they are by far the largest. I mean, they are a multinational kind of billion-dollar corporation. Yeah. So, you know, everything else is is a distant second and third. But anyway, New Japan Pro Wrestling, well, they were coming on an Australian tour and they were bringing out, like, their biggest stars. And, I mean, f- for someone like me who was watching the product at the time, like, yeah. I could not believe that these were the people who were putting on like five-star matches, you know, some of the best matches yeah. in, in history were happening and that these guys were coming to Perth and that I was then asked, I, you know. Did they approach you? They come up and say, listen, uh, we need a ring announcer. Well, yeah, like the promoter, you know, I mean, yeah, it's a pretty pretty tight community in, in, in Australian wrestling. So the promoter, um, who's a Melbourne-based uh, wrestler, and um, and he reached out to you know his contacts here in Perth who are yeah. all my, who are all my buddies and and they were like look we need people who can do camera work we need we've yeah. got you know, people who can do refing and and uh, we need a ring announcer so mine was the name that came up and oh, it was just incredible I mean absolute highlight of of my career to to I mean this would be like you know how um, at the moment um, you know you've kind of got these big um, European Premier League football teams yeah, coming, coming over. over. It, yep. would be, it would be like sort of you were a referee and you were saying, "Hey, can you referee this match?" Oh man! Yeah, it, it was like for me, no, it, 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 it was awesome. it was that that level, and yeah. to to kind of get to sit there at ringside and and to get to announce these mega stars, mm. um, you know, guys like Kenny Omega, guys like um, Kazuchika Okada, um, you know, just incredible big names in the industry, that, huge names in the industry, yeah, and and. and and some of my friends as well. Like the, you know, Australia has some very, very good, like world class talent. Yeah. And uh, and in particular, one of my mates, um, 
Dave Farley, who who wrestles, who has wrestled for the past twenty years as as Davis Storm, and he's he's basically yeah. they they call him the Godfather, um, and you know a very influential figure here in Perth and, mm. and in Australian wrestling, and getting to see him have a match against uh, Minoru Suzuki, one of his idols, yeah, um, you know it was just incredible to s- see my friend getting this opportunity and me getting to mm. do the ring announcing at HBF uh, a- HBF Stadium. Hey, oh. Um, yeah, what used to be called Challenge Stadium, I think. Um, yeah. You know, in front of, you know, a few thousand people. You know, it was just incredible. So it just pulled you, that that and that show pulled you out of retirement then? Well, it was, uh, it was Tony. Tony's a, uh, Tony Told is a huge wrestling fan. So he was yeah. there and he reached out to me. Oh, and okay. he sort of said, I saw what you did there. I want you to do that. At for my boxing show because I oh, I did oh. I did I you know this was for me this was a one off you know this this new Japan show so I gave it everything ah oh, um, you know really you are a showman uh, yeah I you know I, I'm there I'm in my suit and I'm just like giving these these wrestlers the biggest just the biggest most epic announcement that I can I can do yeah um and I mean when you got a you know someone you know the Kazuchika Okada you know he was the longest reigning um. Heavyweight champion, IWGP heavyweight champion. He goes by the name of the Rainmaker. Um, and uh, leading up to the show, I've got the, all these people being like, "Mate, you need to pronounce these guys' names correctly." Yeah, I was gonna. Uh, that, I was, that was another question I was gonna ask you. Well, I mean, I was a fan of the product, so, so you know, you I, I knew you how know, all of these, uh, how to all of these different, you know, all of these different names and stuff. Yeah. Um, and obviously practicing and stuff like that uh, for the occasion. Um, but you know that would so that was a massive highlight of my career. And from that, Tony said, "I want you to come and start doing that for for me." So yeah. So so I started doing the um, so that was twenty seven. Uh, so twenty nineteen. Uh, so I started doing the Thunderdome shows. Um, and then just from there, I guess you know word kind of <laughs> slowly got out that that I was back and I was doing yeah. shows. Um, I've never been particularly pushy about. Um, you know, reaching out to people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I will. I if I, if I see a new promotion pop up, uh, I might sort of you know flick the promoter a, a message uh, and just sort of say, "Hey, mate, just wondering if you, if you haven't got an MC locked in, you yeah. know, let, let's ha- let's have a chat." But I'm certainly I'm if not. You there. Got, if you got thirty thousand dollars spare, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm available. I expect overnight accommodation. <laughs> um, you know, I've been down to Bunbury. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No. Um, so no, I, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm never getting reaching out to other people and trying to cut anyone else's grass. Um, is there, a, is there a, is there a few announcers here in? Because I only, cause I only know you because yeah, of yeah. my tie, obviously. Is there a few ring announcers? I mean, I know there's a few over in, in, um, in, in on the east coast. Yeah, and and they, I'm pretty sure they sort of, you know, they will occasionally come over, and I know that Perry comes over. Yeah, um, still to to do shows. Um, Brett Benetti, who does the, he does the commentary on. Yeah. Um, um, uh, for Muay Thai Grand Prix and yeah. and also for Eternal MMA. So yeah, Brett's a Brett's a great guy, and and I've known him for a long time. Like right, is it a, is it a close knit community? The uh, the what, what would you call it? The like the the combat sports community, the combat sport or the combat the, the the media part of the combat sports community. Yeah. Oh look, it's not, it's, it's not a very big part of the sport. I mean, it isn't, is it? Um, you know, I think that you know the the commentary is you know that having live commentary and live streaming yeah. is still. In its fledgling, in, in, in its infancy. infancy. I mean, Brett, yeah. Brett does a great job. He has a background in radio, and he he's a fan of of the sport. Mm. 
of of all of these different sports. Yeah. Um, so he works. So I'm, uh, you know, so Brett also does Thunderdome as well. So, um, so he he and he's great at interviewing as well. He, uh, you know, yeah. he he. He's watching the fights. He's commentating on them. He has a little bit of sort of you know that kind of background knowledge as well. So when he gets in the in the ring and he's interviewing the winner, you know he can ask those good yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so, but I know that Brett does some some ring announcing as well. Um, uh, I know that you know in the past I've seen Daniel Dawson do a bit of ring announcing. Da- Daniel Dawson's quite. Um, I think that he's got a future in because oh, his education is quite, he's quite articulate. Yeah, his his backstage interviews uh, for yeah, Muay Thai Grand Prix were the they were th- yeah they were incredible. Yeah. Um. So no, I look. I don't know of too many others. Um. You know, I I generally tend to just sort of focus on the shows that I'm doing. Yeah. Um. And not worry too much about what else is going on. So, mm-hmm. you know, if if yeah, if there are, I what I assume is that. Without too much investigation, if there was a promoter and they started asking around about an MC, that my name would come up. Yeah, of course, um, of course. And oh, you know, course. And, and if they if they want to reach out and have a chat, then I'm absolutely happy to have a chat uh, about you know doing a show with them. Yeah. But look, for me, it's 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 not my primary income. I mean, no. it's, not, it's not the difference between my kids, you know, eating two minute noodles for the week and yeah, and, yeah, know, yeah. eating carbonara or something like so that is it, is it a bit of a is it a bit of a passion for you or is it is oh it look it's it's something that uh you know you enjoy w- doing i, d- I do i, 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 I can I see them. the i i a bit no, i can see you enjoy it uh yeah i love the you know i mean there's you know getting to do those really big announcements um, yeah is is just incredible it's so fun you know i mentioned the the new japan stuff but but you know the other night at mtgp we well, had mean, two world titles i mean that that was that was incredible, and mm. you know, just knowing that you know you've got these fighters from overseas, yeah. two world titles being defended, and that's that's another thing as well. I mean, so often titles are vacant yes. just just because of the nature of you know defenses and 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 yeah. people moving up and down between weight classes, whatever. So often the the titles, the state and state titles and things like that are, uh, are vacant. Yeah, you kind of go. It's still it's, sp- it's still special to win. Yeah, a title like that, but I think it's. It's more special to see a title being defended mm-hmm. uh, and taking it either either winning it off the champion, yeah, or as the champion defending it against you know a, a top contender, yeah. Um, yeah. So you know that was just incredible to to get to do that, and yeah. So I definitely enjoy the the showmanship side of things, and and that's that's what I see my role is. You know that there's I have a I have a purpose to keep the, the crowd informed. Mm. You know I'm you know weight classes and how much this person weighs and what kind of their so relative gotta, records are. So you have are. to do the education, though, don't you? You have to do your own research on every fighter. And oh, for sure. So th- is that does that, I mean, you're 12 years into the sport, and the first time you've ever seen Muay Thai was 12 years ago. Yeah. That yep. first time that was at Domination. Yep. Are you a fan now? I've, yeah, I've definitely... I mean, I don't go out of my way necessarily to watch Muay Thai. Yeah, watch Muay Thai. But you, but are, you, 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 you would when, sit and when, watch I, when I see a fight coming up, I'm like, oh, that'll be a cracker. Like, oh, I, yeah, like so when, when I knew, um, uh, like with Toby, uh, Toby and um, uh, Toby Smith and George Mann George, when, yeah. when they fought on domination. Um, you Did know, you announce that? You announced no, that? No, I didn't. No. I don't do. Did domination. you go? Did you? Would you? No, no. I, no look, it's hard. You know, I, I've got you. Got you. Got a life outside. You got family. Yeah, yeah, and. You know, I I looked at that and went, that'll be a cracker fight. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm definitely I'm I'm educating myself and and I and I absolutely have a real appreciation for for what I'm seeing as well now. And mm. I've done a li- like a little bit of training at at Riddlers and stuff like that. Um, you know, just trying to I guess kickstart that kind of habit of of getting yeah. there and and and, yeah, and, and doing yeah. that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's not easy. Yeah. Um. 
so I have, I guess, I have some appreciation of, of the technique, and and you know, I know enough to know what I'm looking at. Yeah, now. of course. No, no. Look, um, uh, I remember there was a few um, fight announcements or uh, a few bouts there that you were ve- you were giving you were giving us the audience some education about this fighter, about the particular fighter. Mm. I can't remember who it was. Um, I remember. You, I think it was paid some respect to this guy. This guy's been around for a long time. I think you're talking about McVicker, maybe. Anyway, it was one of the, it was it yeah. was that it was MTGP, and I remember you educating me on the fighter. Oh, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's so funny because I look back at those early ignition shows um, that I was doing back in sort of, you know, 2010, 2011. And I mean, that's got Max McVicker. You know, Max McVicker was yeah. on there. And I mean, he, I'm pretty sure he's just turned 21. Yes. So he would have been, you know, <laughs> eight, nine, ten years old yes. uh, you know, uh, at the time. And I guess, you know, I think that's... Child abuse to putting kids in that many jokes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but this is, I know, this I is know. one of the things that's, that's changed so much since the, the Combat Sports Commission has really... You know, taking a sort of mu- a much more involved in the industry now. Yeah. You know, much more regulation in terms there of is. you know the the age at which people can fight and how mm-hmm. their padding requirements and all those kinds of things. Back when I first started, none of that there was, was no there, there was there was I uh, I'm sure that the Combat Sports Commission were around, but they definitely weren't at their sh- at the shows. And so it was it was a lot of sort of these we young kids kind of getting in day. there. Yeah. Um. You know, and how that's changed. And I mean, you know, I'm sure that you know Roy is you know is a great example of someone who was able to take advantage. Of yeah, the fact that there was, was less, no regu- less regulated, so yeah. as a young man, he's he's getting fights. Yeah. Um. And so by the time he gets into his mid-teens, he's you know he's racked up a fair few fights, and he's got that experience. Whereas kids nowadays, mm-hmm. I don't know what the minimum age is. Yeah. Um. But it's you know certainly not in their sort of you know not eight and nine years old. Yeah. Um. Not at that kind of level. Um. And you know they're still having to wear pads and stuff like that. So, I don't know enough. Um. And I don't. I don't presume to have an opinion uh, yeah, on, okay, on, yeah, on the r- on the right or wrong of that. I know that there are pe- people on on either side of the yeah. fence there who would who uh, more learned than me who'd who'd have something to share on that. But it's just a it's just a change that I've noticed. Yeah. Um. And yeah, Max seeing Max kind of you know come out and have what was you know in my mind the fight of the night. No, I, mate, I said it, I've said it as well. I've said um, that was been that, that that was the fight of the night. You know, and I respect that the that fight of the night and most promising fighter often happens earlier on, so yeah, it gives, gives yeah. a chance for the undercard to but kind of was. get he it. He broke his foot in the second round. Oh, mate, it's it was a know, remarkable it's fight. Inc- Great interview as well. It's incredible when you see mm. you know what people can push themselves through. Yeah, we're humans, mate. It's an, our body, our bodies and minds are remarkable things. Absolutely, and you know? just overcoming that mm. um, to kind of go, no, well, I'm here, and and one of the things I love about Muay Thai is the respect. I think first first and foremost, that was one of the things that I noticed when I first started watching this sport was was the respect. Um, mm. You know, the way that they respect the culture first and foremost. That's the, that's what I love. Huge part of it. You know, yeah. the the sort of the culture and the spirituality of of. Thailand and and a Thai culture and 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 Muay Thai martial arts and itself yeah and yeah. then you know the the respect between gyms uh, opponents the, yeah uh, within the gym you know the the you know the cornerman and the and the yeah. coach and stuff like that being there and sort of seeing that happen you know it's just it's wonderful and then you know I mean there's not much better I think than seeing two two fighters kind of go at it whether it's three rounds or, or five rounds and then as soon as the fight's over they you know they they hug or they drop down and they sort of you know they respect sort of you know each respect each other they mm. drop down to their knees and head on the mat all that kind of stuff just to show respect for their opponent mm. and I mean that's that's amazing I think mm. to see you know people who train themselves to that level who come out and they go hard but with absolute respect. Yeah, they they want that other person to go hard. They want to be challenged, yeah, and they want to bring that. that. 
to list. you know they want to give that opportunity to their opponent. Mm. And I thought that with uh, with Damon and, and Max uh, the other night, uh, you know that that was so evident there in the fight that they had. So many of the other fights as well. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. that you know seeing these two young men who'd come up through the sport. Well, you've seen them come up through the sport, like you said. You seen the first time you seen Max was eight years old. Yeah, and you, you know, know I probably probably would have done Damon as well back. Yeah, then, you know, and knowing that both their dads, you know, run you know run gyms yep. and, and train them and all that yep, kind of stuff. And, yeah. and here's these two, you know, who uh, own, haven't even hit their stride yet. Let's oh, let, I mean, they're exci- they're exciting. their trajectory is yeah. still going up. Um, and to see how good they are, mm. I mean, what a foundation they have. So, no, so I've been around enough now to kind of see these names yeah. that I was doing all those years ago. Still around, still fighting, still getting better. Um, you know, that's a real pleasure for yeah. me, for sure. I'm, 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 I'm uh, just a few more questions before we wrap it up, mate. We, we it was meant to be <laughs> like a, we're having a conversation before. It's only going to be a ten minute conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a ten minute conversation, and we'll see where, where it takes us. See, see where it goes. We'll, we'll see where it goes. String it, some it, of these it, things it, out. Yeah, yeah, but we didn't. You have n- to. You're never going to have a problem getting me to talk, mate. Uh, I can tell mate, you that no, right mate, now. Mate, honestly, you're a great conversationist, and um, I think um, you're great. Uh, uh, you're very articulate. Articulate. Oh. <laughs> Artic- <laughs> wait, wait, I'm not. I'm not that articulate. Articulate. <laughs> And um, yeah, yeah, this is why you're very good, mate. What's what? What is next? What is next for you? I mean, obviously we've got your boxing coming up. Do you see yourself doing a bit of? You know, I'd like to see. You know, you you are the voice. I'd like to see. Oh, you look, that's or hear you hear you announce. That's very kind of you to say. Look, um, I'll take any opportunity that that comes my way. I yeah. think that there's there's this kind of uh, kind of like growing your hair long. You know, your hair's easy to manage <laughs> when it's short. It's easy to manage when it's really long. But it's that fucked that up middle middle, middle bit, middle, <laughs> middle bit. And it's the same with I think with with having a career in this. You know, yeah. it's like. If it's if it's every month, you know, I'm doing a show every month or maybe a couple of shows every month, you kinda go, That's cool. You know, there's this middle period where you kinda go, Oh god, well now this is this is three or four weekends a month, you know, nearly every weekend. Every weekend, yeah. You know, not an, I'm not making enough money to quit my day job. Yeah. Um, you know I look, need some down you need you're doing your downtime and family time. So I mean look, yeah. I'm you know, as I keep saying, I'm happy to have a conversation with anyone who wants to have a chat about me doing work with them. But, you know, I love working with, with Darius and Gav and, yeah. and, uh, and Nick from, uh, from uh, MTGP. MTGP they, yeah. they, they are great. Yeah. Um, very professional. Very easy to work with. Work great show last show. It was. It was amazing. Yeah. Probably one of the best I've ever, I've yep, ever I've been involved uh, I'll, with. I'll, I'll attest to that as well. Um, working with Tony is great as well. I mean, Tony, you know, Tony Tolge and, and Angelo Hyder from, uh, who run Dragonfire Promotions and, and Obviously, yeah. they, they've got they've got interests all over the world, um, and uh, but when they come to Perth and they put on the shows, I always enjoy doing those. Yeah. Um, and look, you know, I'm available. Uh, you know, I love doing the Eternal Eternal MMA. They are a very professional um, outfit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> having having done some work for them, that was really a great opportunity. But you know, look for me. I'll just I just keep doing my thing. Yeah. Um, Look, I'm going to put you on the spot here. What about um, if I write you a little intro for uh, for the Striker Chat, the new Striker oh, Chat intro? For sure, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's like in the red corner we've yeah. got Bun- old man Bundy. In the blue corner we've got young young neck boy yeah. Roy. <laughs> and together they bring you Striker Chat. Chat. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, no, mate. I'm, I'm just I'm just brainstorming, just putting mate, it together. Oh, yeah, <laughs> would, wouldn't be the first time. Wouldn't be uh, the first time I've done something like that. I'd be happy to. I'd be right, honoured. That'd be awesome. Actually, honored to. I'm fucking. That's a great idea. We, after this, we, 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 let's we'll do down, it. Let's we'll lay do down it. a track or something <laughs> like that. Anyway, yeah. anyway, mate. Um, thank you for joining me at, on Striker Chat. 
thank you for being the voice and educating yourself and, sh- and educating me about Muay Thai. You know, I was surprised. It was, it was, it, mate, you, it was awesome seeing you up there and, and the passion and, and, and the vibrance that you give the sport when you're, when you're renouncing. I mean, look, that's, uh, like I said, you know, there's, there's part of my job is to stand in the ring and just is, is just to run through the formalities of, you know, yeah. of what's happening. Um, that's the job of the MC, isn't that's it? That's the job of the MC is yeah. to, you know, here's how many rounds it is and all of those, you know, the weight class for anyone who's interested in that kind of stuff. But, you know, for me, you know, when I get the opportunity to do a big ring intro yeah. for, for a fighter, you know, that's that to me is, is the best. And, mm-hmm. oh, man, nothing is better than that that moment when... You know, when I've got the fighters and the and the ref in front of me, yeah, and, I, and there's only a handful of people that know the outcome, you know, yeah, yeah, and I get to oh, kind of, oh, you, that's right, yes. and and I've got the result here in front of me, and I might kind of say, you know, judge number one scored about this, yeah, way, you know, da 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 da, and everyone's kind of hanging on the edge of their seat, and I can just feel that tension. Do you do you play that? Do you bit of that bit of drama? And just oh, the edge, draw it out yeah, a bit. for sure, absolutely. That's that's what it's. Have you? Yeah, that's yeah. what it's about. And then to be able to say, you know, ladies and gentlemen, here is your winner. The red corner. Uh, it's like you, you, you put in a bit of a pause there. So, have you ever gone, um, watched the bout, and then got the card and go, oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? I, I'm thankful that I, I don't know enough yeah. uh, to, to do that. Um, to, to, you know, I, I hear other people and they know all about the scoring and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I, for me, when I'm watching, it's, I'm watching it purely as an uneducated fan. Yeah. I will watch a watch a, uh, a fight. So often, if, if I think that the fight's been an absolute cracker, then before I get to the announcements, I'll say, "Hey, let's get let's give these yeah, fighters okay, a, yeah, another yeah, round yeah. of applause." It's because I've sat at ringside and I've heard the crowd get very excited about it, and yeah. I can see that this has been a good this has been a really good fight. So, um, no, and and there's been yeah, there's <laughs> definitely been some stuff ups in in the past where I've announced the wrong winner. Oh, oh, oh! Um, and so now, I'll see if I can find any of those. Uh, so, <laughs> so now I insist. Uh, on because it used to be that I would just lean out to the to the, oh, head, the, the head referee and they'll be like red you know, red corner or something like that they just yeah, kind of whisper it to me uh, whereas now I'm like no 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 I want you to write it down on a piece of paper so you can see so it. I can see it oh, there's not going to be any mistaken you know because it get loud and, yeah, and all that of kind of stuff I'm like I don't want there to be any stuff ups yeah because um, I don't want I don't want to rob uh, you know the winner of of the moment there by kind of going oh the you know the winner is the blue corner and then oh and then they're being like oh, oh sorry everyone it was the red corner you know i've kind of stuffed the moment for everyone so no so i've, I've had that happen in the yeah. past and i avoid that now by getting it riding oh well mate um where can, can we find you on your socials if you got have you got like a, a page a cj cj rose announcer page or anything Just, like that? yes cj rose on facebook is is where i'm at and yeah I, and i you know I, i'm not particularly active I mean, I you mainly use that to keep keep yeah, my finger yeah. on the pulse of, of what's happening yeah. and stuff like that. But um, no, look, if anyone wants to follow me, you know, then then that's where they can reach out. And if 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 there are any promoters out there, then you know, Please. Messenger is is a good way to get in contact with me. Um, yeah. No, so look, I, I mean, I love being involved with with this and and getting to chuck the tuxedo on and and <laughs> stand in the middle of the ring under the lights and you know with the microphone is yeah. is is heaps of fun. Um, and and it's a real it's a real honour and a privilege when uh, to 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 capture those moments. Yeah, I mean, when you you know in any sport when you look back at those montages of classic moments, yeah. not only is it at the people on the field, yeah. but it's the commentators as well yeah. and what they're saying yeah. that is, is the soundtrack to it. And, um, you know, if I can 
play even a very small part of capturing that moment mm-hmm. um, for that fighter, for their family, for their friends, yep. you know, then then that's what I'm going to do. And mm-hmm. I'm going to do my absolute best to know that, you know, in, in 30 years time, 40 years time, when they're a, you know, a granddad or a grandma or something like that, and they're like, oh yeah, I used to be a fighter. And, and, then they, and, they, can, and they can bring up this old video on, on YouTube, um, you know, if yeah. YouTube's still around, you really know, yeah, and, and, and there's that, there's that announcement. Yeah. Um, you know, capturing that. I'm always so mindful of the time and the effort that the fighters put into preparing. So yeah, yeah. And and how they want to be there to represent their gym, their family, all of that kind of stuff. And so the least that I can do is make sure I pronounce their fucking name right. <laughs> um, so I will go through and put little stars next to people, and I'll kind of go, I'll go find them and I'll say, "How do you? How do you pronounce your name?" Yeah. Um, uh, you know, and so like with Neve the other day, Neve Kinahan, when she came over, yeah, I'd done a bit of research on her. I knew her hometown. You know, she'd come from Manchester, but a particular area of, of, of Manchester, and I wanted to make sure that I got that correct, with and sure. Yeah. Um, so I went and saw her, and I'm because I'm like, I know that, that Granny, Grandpa, Auntie, Uncle, you know, friends. Everyone was watching back home. Everyone's yeah. watching back home, yeah. and that to hear me kind of, you know, that's me paying respect to to, to Neve. Yeah. Um, and getting a little, you know, a little pop for the for the fans back home when yeah. they hear oh. their hometown, Ooh. you know, name. They're like, hey! I can mm. just imagine the pints going up in the pub. Yeah. Um. You know, So for me, that's that's what I want to bring. I want to for the promoter. I want to be, you know, reliable, professional for the crowd. There, I want to kind of try and keep things moving. I want to kind of add to the entertainment, um, and the th- uh, sort of the drama. Yeah. Um. And and for the fighters, I want to do you know my utmost to make sure that I'm respecting the time and effort that they've put in mm-hmm. um, and doing my best to help them capture capture that moment and, and have that be something that they can look back on. Mm. Well, mate, well, on um, behalf of the Muay Thai community of WA, look, uh, <laughs> I, no, it just, okay, on behalf of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good enough for me, mate. And Striker Chat, um, I thank your attention to detail, your enthusiasm, your professionalism and your passion. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. And thanks for the opportunity to come on and, and have a chat yeah. and, and share this with you. I mean, you know, you, 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 you're, put, you're putting on a, on a great uh, podcast, mate. God, oh, stop it. Thank uh, you. It's, it's, yeah. it's, good, it's good to listen to. Um, oh, thank you. you know, I appreciate I, I'm that. I'm learning more as I'm, as I'm listening. Yeah, um, you did write that. Like when I reached out to you, you did say, oh, and that gave me a little bit of a buzz. I listen to your podcast when I'm, when I'm about to oh, um, uh, sure. do, a, do a show. Yeah, and absolutely. Just to oh, man, thank you. Um, I really appreciate you know, that. And, and, and so does Roy. Uh, well, yeah, listening listening to Roy, I mean, God, I mean, this guy is, he has got experience beyond his years. I know. No doubt about yeah. it. Um, and to hear him, you know, break down, you know, um, you know, the fights afterwards and stuff like that. And, you know, in the reviewing the shows and, yeah. um, and to hear, you know, Gav and Darius as well do the same yeah. thing around um, MTGP, yeah. um, you know, in the lead up to and in, in and afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, that's just in, that's incredible. That's that's a gold mine for someone like me. Look, um, with um, with that, with the MTGP, uh, MTGP podcast, that's going to be, it, it's a it's an ongoing thing. So every show will bring out three or four episodes for every show. So yeah, yeah, that's just just cross. Uh, Cross, cr- cross promoting. That's cross not. Promoting. That's not not striker chat. It's not striker chat. That's MTGP. But anyway, mate, thank you very much for the use of the the studio here in uh, at the UWA, the one that you designed. Glad to um, have you here. Uh, good luck in the future, and I'm much. sure that I'll see you around and all the shows, mate. Absolutely. Cheers, brother. Right, take care, mate. No, thank you, mate. You know I got you, so I'll always love you, so and I'ma make sure that we're winning all day. 
I'm always here also, don't shed a tear also No matter what, you know I'm there always Because I got my also till the death If ever needed, you know I'll always repeat it Because I got my also till the death No regrets Welcome back guys, I uh, hope you all enjoyed your break, <laughs> got a nice drink, got a nice snack. <laughs> yeah, look, um, thank you very much CJ, that was a fucking awesome interview, we, we, went, we went pretty deep, I mean we talked about Muay Thai a little bit, but it was more about life. I love CJ man, he's, um, you know, since I started Muay yeah. Thai, um, from, from, you know, pretty early on in my career, I remember him being at the shows, announcing mm. the shows. And yeah. He's announced plenty of my fights before. And, oh, um, yeah. Yeah, massive, massive shout-out to And obviously, to he is, he's become a fan of Muay Thai. Yes. He's, he's, he knows a bit a bit of intimate knowledge now, obviously seeing the fights, watching watching um, um, fighters come up through the ranks. Yeah. So, and, yeah. And thanks for the uh, thanks for the new intro, CJ. Yeah, thanks for the new intro. That's fucking of awesome. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoy it as well as fans. Yeah, that was an awesome <laughs> intro. But before we go, a bit of housekeeping um, on the outro as we do. We're going to get some... Um, I'm, I've got some new logos. I've yep. just showed you a couple yeah, of new logos. Yep. Yeah, yep. Um, That was Peter from Midnight Studios. He's, um, he's, he's going to be doing... Some uh, is designing our logo, a couple of banners. Um, I've also got Taylor. He's gonna be organ. Um, I've got uh, like a caricature of of uh, of the rebel. Yep. Receiving his uh, with his uh, hall of fame, his scars, and all that sort of stuff. So be, just keep an eye out for some mer- uh, the merchandise coming out. And um, please, guys, don't forget. To not listen to that beep from Roy's phone. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to like and subscribe on all of our listening platforms, Spotify, iTunes and SoundCloud. Please take a minute to leave a review on on those platforms. It'll point like-minded people towards Striker Chat. Guys, as well, remember, if you ever have suggestions you, wanna, you want us to try and get fans on mm. or any questions you have yeah. for Bundy or myself, mm-hmm. please just message our pages, yep. um, the Striker Chat Instagram, um, Roy the Rebel Instagram, yep. um, any, any avenue yeah. you can. Any avenue you can, uh, reach out to us because we love the interaction um, and, and you guys have some really good questions for us normally. So no, feel free like to hit us episodes. up. Do like those episodes interacting with um, with uh, your listeners. And uh, don't, you know, just TikTok. We've got TikTok up and running. Yes, TikTok some guys for num- all you youngins. Do some fucking numbers, man. TikTok's good, man. It's going off. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, let, let just just don't get stuck scrolling on TikToks. Dude, I didn't. Like, I don't know whether it was my <laughs> algorithms on, hours on, on that shit on my phone. <laughs> the first time I just because it's all striker chat. I'm not going to have a personal TikTok. <laughs> I opened up the TikTok like the that page, yeah. the whatever it is. Yeah. It was fucking. This cake shaped as a, <laughs> and with <laughs> with a spoon going in and out shaped as, a and I was thinking, what the <laughs> fuck is this shit? <laughs> what it, it, bro, you, know, you know what goes to your personal preferences linked to your Google and all that. Right? I guess so. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking guessing <laughs> that, bro. <I'm>, no, <laughs> that's guys. That's a disclaimer. That may or may not be true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, I don't know whether we'll put that in. <laughs> Fuck it, man. Leave it in. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> um, but anyway, guys, thank you very much. And always, always, guys, the pit never quits. Until next week, boys.